Thank you for checking out our podcast today. We hope that the teaching you're about to hear would inspire you and motivate you on your incredible journey in becoming a better you. So please turn your attention to today's message. And all of us have been talking about this topic. Next month, we're kicking off uh, a topic that's going to, it's very dear to me. We're going to be talking about worship, worship in the life of a true worshiper, a true worshiper. If there's a true worshiper, that means that there's a counterfeit worshiper, all right? And we're going to be talking about all month, we'll be talking about this topic, and um, I want you all to know that worship is a life, it's how we live, and we're going to get into that. I'm so excited, um, but that's for next month and, and, um, and, and on. So, uh, But this, uh, this Sunday, I want to wrap up um, the topic on friend. My mother, my mother used to have this... Um, this old uh, proverb, it was an old adage that you would, uh, she would always say to me, and, and, and it's a, uh, dime con quien andi te diré quien eres. Tell, yeah, you guys know that one, right? Uh, tell me who your friends are, and I'll tell you who you are. All right? And, and she, I'm like, mom, why would you say something like that to me? But that's what my mom would say. Tell me who your friends are, and I will tell you who you are. And, and friends reflect one another. Friends reflect one another. They, uh, friends, when you have a person who's a friend, you begin to almost look similar. You dress alike. You use the same language, the vernacular. Uh, You'll start to kind of walk alike and think alike. And Georgia often call me in the morning and be like, hey man, what you wearing tomorrow for Sunday service? And I'm like, I don't know. I might just some jeans or something like that. And, and, you know, and then he'll dress, and then that's what he'll, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's George, but he does that every, every, <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> but friends, friends start to look alike, sound alike. You kind of like the same music or the same feel. You, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's like you're rubbing off each other. And, and this is the case with Peter when Jesus is uh, taken into custody. And um, Jesus is being arrested. He's about to be crucified. And the Bible says that, that, that Peter was following at a distance. Kind of like a lot of Christians today. They, 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 they are followers, but they just follow at a distance. And this is what Peter is doing. And and some of the people saw Peter um, consequently. And this is what they were saying out of Matthew chapter 26, verse 73. Um, A little later, the bystanders came up and they said to Peter, they said, surely you too are one of them. For even the way you talk gives you away. Fast forward a few years after Jesus dies, resurrects, and then ascends back into heaven. Now you have in the scene uh, Peter and John, and they're mobilizing the, the very first steps of the church. And out of Acts chapter 4, verse 13, they are being held, all right, accountable by the religious leaders. And this is what they wrote about both Peter and John. They said, now as they observed the confidence, somebody say confidence. Confidence. Other versions of the Bible say boldness uh, of Peter and John and understood that they were uneducated and 
untrained men. They were amazed and began to recognize them as having been with who? With who? Jesus. Now, the reason that I bring all of this up is because you can't claim to be a follower of Jesus, yet not reflect Jesus. And so I want to read these two next verses out of the New Living Translation and then the New American Standard Bible because there are two words that I want us to hone in on. I want to go to first, uh, I'm going to go first to John chapter 14, verse 21. Again, the same scripture, I'm just going to read two different versions. Those who accept my command, this is Jesus speaking, my commandments, and obey them are the ones who love me. And because they love me, my father will love them. And I will love them and, and, and reveal myself to each of them. I want you to hold on to that word, reveal. The next, the next same scripture, just a different version. He who has my commandments and keeps them is the, is the one who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father. And I will love him and will, will disclose myself to him. Now, to disclose and reveal. You got those both words? All right, you got it? To disclose and reveal means to make known what is previously unknown. You're revealing something. You're manifesting something that wasn't there before. It was unknown to you. It always existed. It was just unknown. So as Jesus is speaking to his disciples then and now, Jesus is living out as he is speaking those words. He's talking about he's about to reveal himself. He's talking about he's about to disclose himself. So as Jesus is sharing those words, Jesus on earth is the living word of God. Jesus is the embodiment of God's written word. So those written words, the words that we have here today, Jesus on earth is those words walking. They are those words, but just tangible. You don't have to hear the words. You can see the words of God here on earth. That was his whole purpose on earth. You get it? So while he's on earth, Jesus is the manifested to reveal the disclosed words of God in the flesh. There's the word. There's the word. There's the word. There's the word. So as Jesus is speaking to his disciples, Jesus is literally living out the words that we're about to read from the Old Testament. So are you getting this so far? I hope I didn't trip you guys out. All right, but you got to get that. While Jesus is on earth, he is the word of God in the flesh manifested. That is awesome. Exodus chapter 33, verse 18. Listen to this conversation. And this is what Jesus is saying in the New Testament, except that he's not just saying it. He's saying, I'm that. I am this. He said, this is Moses. I pray you. He is speaking to God. He said, show me your glory. I, I, want, I want you to disclose. I want you I want you to manifest. I, 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 I want you to reveal your glory to me. This is Moses speaking to God. And he said, this is God said, 
I myself will make all my goodness pass before you and will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. And I will be gracious to whom I be. I will be gracious and I will show compassion on whom I will show compassion. But he said, you cannot see my face for no man. Say no man. No man man can see me and live. Don't you get tired of hearing people? Especially on YouTube. Everybody's seeing God. Everybody's seeing, oh, I saw God and God looks this way. And, and, and this is a painting of how he looks and, and, and on it. God said, no man can see my face and live. So something's wrong. I'm just saying. That's what that says there. It's there. You can't see my face. No man can see me and live. Then he said, then he said, behold, behold, there is a place by me. That's what we're going to talk about next month. There is a place by me. And he said, and you shall stand there on the rock and it will come about while my glory is passing by that I will put you in the cleft of the rock and I will cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Now, this place, this rock Speaking of Jesus, the rock, not not the rock Dwayne Johnson. Not that rock, all right? This is the chief cornerstone, Jesus. Now, why is it that in order to see the manifested, revealed, and disclosed glory of God, why do we, why must we stand on Jesus the rock. Well, let me tell you. Many want, many people are pursuing a relationship instead of a relationship with God. Many people are more loyal to relationship than they are to relationship with God. In fact, many people will run away from having a relationship with God because they would prefer the relationship with God. They want to be a child, but don't care to be a friend of God. And I said this all month. It is very possible to be a child, a child to a father or a child to a mother and still not be their friends. Now, the reason I say this is because to be a follower of Jesus, it means that Jesus is revealing. He is disclosing. He is he's disclosing the glory of the father to you not to the not in the church building he does it to you this happens at home in the car it happens at work it happens while you're doing laundry it happens while you're you're doing dishes it 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 happens anywhere and everywhere god is disclosing and revealing his glory to you that's good news This glory can only be revealed and disclosed to those that stand on the rock, Jesus. It is a very special place that we all ought to yearn and seek and pursue. I got to find that place, that place that's next to God so that he can reveal and manifest himself to me. That is a daily and a constant pursuit For all of those that call themselves to be followers. 
The glory can only be revealed to those, to those that are standing on the rock. You don't go around telling people that you're a follower of Jesus at work, in the neighborhood, family members. You don't have to, you don't have to go around telling people that you're a Christian. You don't have, you don't have to tell people in the neighborhood, at work, in your family, I'm a Christian. No, the glory of God tells the people that you stand out. Something's different about you. Now, now, the glory of the Father, just like I said, is reflected. It's reflected from you all to see. They don't have to, they don't have to ask you um, what church you go to, or they don't have to ask. They just know something something is different about this guy or something is different about this couple i've lived i've had the very same home since 2005 and i've never told my neighbors that i go to church or that i'm a pastor don't need to oh yeah we did they they, you guys did a drive-by surprise we did a drive-by and they're like you a pastor yeah i guess now you know I got to walk up and put on my t-shirt now when I walk <laughs> I'm mad that some of you said, ill. <laughs> wow. Wow. Listen, uh, Monday, Monday morning, I woke up to take Becky to work. And, um, and we're usually on the road about 5 o'clock in the morning um, or before sometimes. And immediately I was enamored by the, the brilliance of the moon. It's, it, it, I was blown away by its close proximity on that particular day. I remember I kept telling Becky, honey, this is unusual. This is, this feels weird. I could almost touch. It's almost like I could touch it and I'm driving and I was so, this she's talking to me. I'm like, so close. I could see the details of the moon. It was unusual. And, and, and more and more what I was blown away by was it's, brilliance it just illuminated the darkness the absence of the sun it 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 was such a beautiful experience and then the you know as we're driving and becky's talking to me about other things i'm like you know i'm I'm looking at it and then the nerd the nerd part uh, in me came out and, and and i said to becky um you know you know that the moon on its own doesn't have light that the the moon simply reflects the light that it it absorbs from the sun and then it reflects it so all of that what you're seeing there that's that's not even that doesn't come from it doesn't produce that that's the result that's the result of the sun which we don't even see and i'm sitting there and i'm like oh that's gonna preach (laughs) it's gonna preach i gotta write that one down now listen when we look at the moon and all of its beauty, and this is what I was telling Becky, it, it's illuminating darkness. It is literally revealing or disclosing the glory of the sun. 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Check this stuff out. Go with me quickly. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. To, and now we're going to read. We're going to read a lot. I got a lot of scriptures. The guys were telling me, man, that's a lot. That's a lot of scriptures. Say, said, yeah, because you don't read at home. So we got to do it here. Here we go. But whenever someone turns to the Lord, 
Oh, listen to that. When, whenever someone turns to the Lord, that's, that's repentance. When you turn to the Lord, to, listen, turn to the Lord, the veil is taken away. When you turn to the Lord, the veil is taken away, which means if you turn away from the Lord, there's a veil. You got me? Are you getting it? Let's keep reading. For the Lord is the spirit and wherever. Somebody say wherever. wherever. Come on, somebody say wherever. wherever. Somebody say wherever. wherever. Wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. You should get excited about that. Wherever. Come on, somebody say wherever. wherever. It, just wherever. This is work. This is in, in, in lows and highs and good times. and bad. Wherever, man, the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Freedom. So let's keep reading. So all of us who have had the veil removed, listen, if you've had the, the veil removed, can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. Did you hear that? So you can see it and then you what? Reflect. All right. And the Lord who is the spirit makes us, makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image. Oh man, just take a moment and take that in. Just take a moment and take that. I don't know there are people that are still struggling because people say you look like your uncle or you remind me of your auntie or you remind me of this and that attitude. And, that. and, and some people live with that burden. They, they, it's almost like a burden. I don't want to be associated with this family. Or I don't want to be associated with that person. Or I don't want, I'm going to tell you right now, for those that turn to the Lord, you have a whole new identity. Whole new identity. Regardless of, regardless of family... Regardless, regardless, okay, of family. It's very important. to and, and that word freedom is important. Many people don't understand freedom. It means to be set free. It means it's a state of liberty. You're free from outside control. Often, often with an implication of prior confinement. So it is being free. It is oppression. Oppression. Um, you're free from oppression, from slavery, from constraints. It's an emancipation from bondage. Freedom is a state of mind. Freedom is a state of mind. It, it, it is a state of being. Freedom isn't tangible, but freedom is something that you can feel it. Many people can't seem to live in freedom. They can't live from the bondage of family, from the bondage of a family uh, uh, legacy. Uh, my, my parents were alcoholic, so I have to be an alcoholic. And it's it's you know, and they they call it, it's my addiction, and it's in my family. Or others call it the family curse. Have you ever heard people say that? The family curse. And 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 there's no there's no happy marriages, and everybody's is divorced, and we live around, sleep around, and and on and on and on and on. For those that turn to the Lord, the veil is removed and he makes you more and more to look like him. That's good news. I don't know what your background is. 
I don't know and I don't care, but I'm telling you here today, what really matters is that you look like your father. That you look like your father. Listen, a man is in India, and in India he's passing these elephants, majestic, majestic elephants. He suddenly stopped and he's so confused by the fact that these majestic creatures are being held only by a small cord that's tied around their front leg. No chains, no cages. And it was obvious that the elephants, full adult-sized elephants, could break away at any time from their bond. But for some reason, they did not. They stayed in place. When the person that was visiting India saw this, he saw a nearby trainer and he asked him, why are these magnificent animals so tame, just stood there and made no attempt to get away? Well, the trainer said, when they are very young, when? When they are when? When they are very young and much smaller, we use the very same size cord and we tie it. As they grow up, they are conditioned to believe that they can't break away. They believe that that same cord can still hold them so they never break or they'll never try to even break free because they are conditioned. Now, I don't say this to be condescending, but there are many folk today, people that are watching online or, or probably listening to this online, and, and, and perhaps there are some folk here uh, today that are still being held captive are still tied up to a childhood court, a restraint that they and only they can break, but they won't. So they lived because they're conditioned. Wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Wherever. You don't have to live in that bondage. You don't have to live in those constraints. You don't have to live in those conditions. Because wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Man, that's good stuff. You know, 2 Corinthians, and we just read that. It, it used the word that we are changed. Changed. We are changed to look more and more. Like that is a metamorphosis. You're, you're changing from something that you're not. To, to, to something that's still there, it's just being revealed, it's being disclosed, it's being manifested. I like the way Romans says this. Listen to this. Romans chapter 8, and I'm only going to read the first part. Romans chapter 8, verse 17, just the first part. And since we are his, since we are his what? His children, not members. You're not members of the church. That's not what that says. You're his children. We are his children. We are his what? Heirs. In fact, Together with Christ, we are heirs of what? Of what? God's glory. Mm. I don't know what people have said that you are an inheritor of from your family. I'm here to tell you, listen, from the moment you turn to the Lord, your inheritance is his glory. Your inheritance is his glory. Tell somebody next to you, hey, Hey, come on, say, hey, my inheritance is his glory. Let's look down. Let's look down to verse 29, 29 and 30. Come on. Same chapter. 
For God knew his people in advance and he chose them to become like his son. Who are you to look like? His son. So that his son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. Look at your family, guys. Look, look around. Look at your family. I don't know why you're whining and crying about what's happening at the family reunion or what's happening in the country of origin. Look at your family. Look, look around. It is, it is, it is a beautiful family. Beautiful family. Whereas our former, former president used to say, it is a huge family. Huge family. And having chosen them, he called them to come to him. And having called them, he gave them the right standing with himself. And having given them right standing, that right standing is righteousness, righteousness, he gave them his Gotta stop. You gotta stop with the garbage that's coming out of your mouth about yourself. You gotta stop. Parents, you need to you, you need to stop with the things that come out of your mouth sometimes when you're talking about your children. Stop it. Stop it. It's glory. To give God's glory is to reflect what is, not what seems to be. When you get, listen, when you're reflecting, you're giving what is, not what seems to be. Not a version of. This is why there's a difference between a true worshiper and a counterfeit worshiper. We're going to talk about that next month. To give God's glory, you are reflecting it back, just like the moon. The, the moon was reflecting back the glory of the sun. I said in the beginning that friends rub off on each other. George tries to comb his hair like me, but he, and, he, and, and that he can't, but just, just mess with you, George. Again, my mother used to say, tell me who your friends are and I'll tell you who you are. You, you, can't, you can't sing I am a friend of God and don't look like him. When something is reflected, it is giving back the same details. When something is being reflected, you're giving back the same details. You're giving back the likeness of a specific source. You are mirroring something. Are you hearing? You're getting that. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, seven verses I'm going to read here. Pastor, you should not, of course I'm going to do seven verses. I'm going to give you seven verses. This is just, by the end of this service today, you'll compile about 20, 25 verses. That should get you reading for the whole month. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 1 to Therefore, since God in his mercy has given us this, this new way, He's given us a new, that means that there was an old way. No, he's given us a new way now. We never give up. Listen, we never give up. Next. We reject all shameful deeds and underhanded methods. Quickly. We don't try to trick anyone or distort the word of God. We tell the truth before God and all who are honest know this. If the good news we preach is hidden behind a veil... It is hidden only from people who are perishing. 
Satan, who is the God of this world. Who's the God of this world? Who's the God of this world? Satan has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand them. This, they don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the, 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 the what? Exact likeness of God. Wow. You see, we don't go around preaching about ourselves. Uh, we can, that's a whole topic down, some crazy stuff we hear going on. We preach that, that Jesus Christ is Lord, and we ourselves are your servants for Jesus' sake. For God who said, let there be light in the darkness, has made this light shine where? In our hearts, so we could know the glory of God that is seen in the face of Jesus Christ. The last one. We now, we now have this light shining where? Shining where? In our hearts. But we ourselves are like fragile clay. Listen, you are jacked up. I get it. You, you, you're not perfect. Becky said that. You're not perfect. We're, we're all a mess some way, somehow. But. Somebody say but. but. Come on, somebody say but. but. We are containing this great treasure. You got it? You got it? Listen, I know you're messed up. I know that. We know I'm messed up. I'm jacked up. But his glory that radiates, that, that, that manifests, that, that shines, oh, that's perfect. It's just perfect. That's perfect. Listen to this. I want to give you these as we wrap this up. Number one. You cannot call yourself his friend. You cannot call yourself a follower of Jesus and not reflect his glory. Let me say that again. You cannot call yourself a follower of Jesus, a friend of God, and not reflect his glory. His, his glory. Are you, you got that? Number two. You cannot call yourself his friend, a follower of Jesus, and not be changed, and not be changed from what you used to be. Some people have a problem with this. I said this over and over. God knows my heart. God knows my heart. God knows. Listen, the Bible says that you are being changed from glory to glory. You're being changed. You're being, so there ought to be an ongoing work of progress in your life. Though you're jacked up, you should be a little less jacked up in 2021 than you were in 2020. Are, are you getting that? All right. Many people hold on to this, this humanity. My carnals, it's just it's the flesh. And so you never get better. No, there's got to be some progress in you. Your marriage ought to be better. Speaking of marriage, Becky and I are going to be celebrating 32 years of marriage on the 30th. And I'm, I'm going to be singing that the whole time. Better, better, better. 
She like, you just jacked up my whole song. <laughs> it gotta be better. Listen, you just gotta be better. It, it's, I, I gotta, I'm always, I'm constantly changing. It's not enough to say, well, you know, I just have a bad attitude. That's just, you know, it's in my family. My family, we've all had this. Uh, you know, I, I, I shared this about our marriage, and, and it was one of the biggest things that messed me up in my, in, in my uh, early years. I had outbursts of anger, outbursts of anger. Man, I could fly off the hinges at any, at any moment. And, and, but that, 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 was, that was the guy um, that was the guy before the veil was removed. So once the veil was removed, I, I see his glory. That glory melts my heart. Jose and I were, we had, Pastor Jose. Pastor Jose. Pastor Bible. We were, um, we had rented this thing yesterday and I went to Home Depot. And the guy at Home Depot, I'm in line. I'm just, I'm that person. I'm that person in line. I'm in line. Where am I? In line. And the guy across on the counter on the other side, he skipped me looked at the guy behind me and said, how can I help you? <gasps> Ooh, stuff. Oh, man, I tell you, Satan got a hold of this heart. Quick. <laughs> Where is he? Where's Pat? Where? Oh, he's in the back. Oh, he knows. You know, I, I lost. I, I, I lost it. I was stomping my feet whole ghetto ghetto came out ghetto side of me came out you know you stand different when you're about to get ghetto <laughs> Angela you know what I'm talking about Where, Angela's not here I'm sorry that's George I just went I went I just literally went I, I you know what I'm saying like, I just wanted to fight I don't I've never had a fight in my life but I wanted to fight Give it to this guy. All right, this was Stan. About to give you the Power Ranger top. You know? All right. But we're, we got to be, we, we got, listen, we got to get, we got to get better. Poor, poor, poor Bible was so embarrassed because I just, I just, yeah. But, but it's gotten, it's gotten better. It did. It got. It got better. It got. It, it's gotten. It's gotten better. It's, it's gotten better. It's gotten better. No casualty. I didn't make it on YouTube. I wasn't a TikTok meme or a, a TikTok. Yeah, I wasn't. I so it was. It was cool. I kept my composure. But let me tell you, he jacked me up all day. All day. I was jacked up all day. I was fighting all day. You know what I'm talking about. You know some of you got. Takes, you take stuff to the bedroom that shouldn't be in the bedroom, and you take stuff that shouldn't go at the dinner table that shouldn't be there. You take things to prayer that shouldn't be your, I mean, just stuff that you, and, and we need to be better. We got to be better, all right? And, 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 and I say this in transparency um, because I don't want you to think that I'm this perfect human being because I'm a pastor. No, man, you pushed the wrong button. You might catch yourself on the other side of, 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 a, of you know, a power ranger's there. <laughs> G- 
God, God knew to make me short, man. God knew. If God would have made me as tall as Brian, where's Brian? Oh, man, if I had Brian Finns, man, I would never be a pastor. I would have been... I've been out there. <laughs> All right, number three. Number three. You cannot call yourself his friend, a follower of Jesus, and not live in freedom. And not just any freedom, but the freedom of his spirit. Wherever his spirit is, there is what? Freedom. And I talk to people all the time in that room there and on the phone and just people just, man, same stuff year after year. And my mama and my daddy or my uncles and my relatives and all of this. And I'm thinking, has, have you not had an experience with the glory of the almighty God that breaks not some, but every yoke, every bondage? All right, and I, I'm not I'm not being condescending. What I'm saying is, it's, it's a at some at some point, man. You got you got to know. Hey, listen, that little rope, you could break it. You're you're a big elephant. Break it seriously. I didn't call you big, like huge, like just. I'm just saying, you're you're you can. You're an adult. Thank you. You you can break it. You can break it. All right. Look at the person next to you. Say you can break it. Break free, man. We got to write a song about that, breaking free from, like, we got to write something. Where's Adrian? We got to write a song. There's a song. There's an opportunity for song there. Number four, can I call yourself his friend, a follower of Jesus, and still, still live and walk around with a veil, living in darkness? Not just any veil, but a veil of unbelief. There are people that still don't believe. They just know that it's good, but they still don't believe. And that's not good enough. Listen, it's not good enough. You need to feel the freedom of the glory of God in you. It's an amazing thing. Listen, there are times where Becky's away at work and I'm in the house. And you hear that music in the background? That's my anthem everywhere I go. The reason I jumped out of my character on, on, on yesterday was because I didn't have that music. But, but listen, it, it, I, I, I try to find that place near him. Constantly trying to find it. I'm constantly pursuing it. And, and so I have to find it when I'm driving. I have to find it when I have, when I have confrontations like that. I was so embarrassed. Here I am with the, the, the new pastor. And with the new pastor. And, 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 and my goodness, I... I the, the, the mentor failed the protege. It was like going, don't learn that. Like, don't, you don't want to learn. I wasn't too bad. Because that was blatant. What he did was, it was, I literally, he skipped me. I still got it. <laughs> I was, I was. <laughs> Number five, you cannot call yourself his friend, a follower of Jesus, and not mirror God's glory to the world that's living in darkness. You got to mirror that. 
And it's sad that sometimes you see the saints, us, the, 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 the brothers and the sisters of Jesus that ought to look like Jesus, that, that possess that glory in our heart. It's a saying that sometimes we have to go outside of the realm, of the realm, all right, of the kingdom to try to find and pursue freedom with other people, people that, are, that don't follow Christ, uh, people that don't believe in Christ, and, and we're, we're, we're just trying to find our, our freedom in other people. And, and we can't come together. Remember, it's together when we come together. There, listen, the reason I drag my butt here, it's not just so that I can just, you know, clap my hands, stop my feet, but I need you guys. You guys make me better. Dr. Gladys, Robert, I mean, you know, um, um, Sedahill. Bump it into George and Deanna. You guys make me, when I see you that in your hardship, in your hard times, you're raising your hands and you're singing songs, it, 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 it reflects God's glory. And, and then I'm like, wait a minute, I have this very same glory. I need you just like you all need me and we need each other. So, so, so we, we ought to mirror God's glory to the world that lives in darkness. Not look for the world that lives in darkness to give us glory. Thank you again for checking out our podcast. If you would like to find information about who we are or how to donate so that we can keep doing what we're doing, please check us out at www.scarletnote.org. See you next time.